Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, Mark Cohen's not here today. I'm here with Barb Dibwad from Tekka, the amazing tech news website. You really have to go there, pick up your tech news. Great place to pick up relevant tweets to share on Twitter with your geeky friends. And an interesting thing that I found uh, when I was doing some research from a book, you know, I was trying to figure out why Google Plus wasn't really happening for me. And, Barb, did you know that the number one occupation of people on Google Plus is student? <laughs> really? Yes. I did not know that. Aside from the fact it's about two-thirds men, they're all students. <laughs> I would have guessed engineers or, or programmers. Uh, software engineers are second. Aha. Yeah, there we go. Which is why you get all those creepy additions to your posts. <laughs> <laughs> not to slam on engineers. We love you. No, we love no, our programming no. brothers. <laughs> uh, but most are not in the United States. I forgot the percentage, but I think only a third of the people on Google Plus are in the United States. Yeah, I get that, too. I mean, I, you know... I have to use Google Plus to some extent. It's kind of an occupational hazard, and I find that I don't know who most of my followers are. Like on Facebook, I know who everybody is. On Twitter, I know who most people are, or at least I have a sense of why they yeah, might be following me. Yeah, you read the bio, me. right? Yeah, but on Google Plus, I don't, I don't know these people, and I don't know why they're following me. Other than you know the the core set of friends and sort of tech cohorts that that I do know, those are of course on there. But but beyond that. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know well, how you they know, found I, me. <laughs> I have this thing. If, if anybody wants me to follow them anywhere, no bio, no picture, no follow. That's my policy. Uh, yeah. if I don't, can't find out who you are and you haven't cared enough to put up a friggin' picture, I'm not there. And as far as you people unfollowing people on Google Plus because I'm not following you back, I don't do that every day. Maybe once a week I go to Google Plus and I go over and I follow back people. So I think if you want to follow somebody, follow somebody. But why are you wasting your time with unfollowing people on Google Plus? It's, it's just too much strange. maintenance. Yeah, really. Anyway, guess who's with us? Do you Did you know our producer, Weston, who was with us for a while? I don't think we ever met, but I look forward to doing so now. Well, Weston, are you here? Yes, I am. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Barb. Hi, Howdy. Weston. Weston is king of the gamers. He and Mark could yap <laughs> about gaming, and I would just, you know, that's when I'd file my nails. So, <laughs> because I'm not a big gamer, what can I say? You know, I'm still stuck in Zelda. I haven't finished that yet. And Pong. So, well, that's okay. I mean, it's such Pong. a time-consuming thing, you know. You have to have the time to really enjoy it, so... So, Weston, what have you got for us this week? Well, you know, remember we were, when we were talking about Mass Effect 3 and all the controversy that caused up? Yeah. Well, um, so this week, um, BioWare has released the pre-extended cut DLC, which is the, uh, it's like an extra five minutes to the original endings because, you know, uh, the fans of Mass Effect 3 were, like, clamoring BioWare to make a new ending because they just felt that it didn't, do it, do the game justice, apparently. So uh, that's been a really big thing, and people have been talking about it and saying how they feel that the addition was pretty good, the extra content, if that is. 
Yeah. Um, how? What does it do? Does it like extend the game longer? No, actually, all it does is there's like four different endings that you can get for the game, and um, the, what it does is just tacks on another five minutes of just, I guess, more in-depth storytelling just to, I guess, inform you more about what your decisions led to. Yeah, it's kind of like life, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, because uh, the original, um, the original ones didn't really tell you very much. They were all very similar. And so a lot of people were really upset about that because it's like, well, it didn't really tell us what really happened, even though we beat the game. So, but most people are, I think, relatively happy with it. I, I know for me, it didn't really matter too much just because I'm all about the journey kind of guy. I have to say that, uh, as a Mass Effect player myself, I played all three games. When I got to the ending, I did feel like, <laughs> wait a minute, this, this is it? I've invested, what, 200 hours, maybe 250 hours, and, and <laughs> this is what I get? Give me give me something more. I want something else. So I think it's good that they've done some, some fan service here, although they do say that if you want to relive the other endings or if you want to actually play through the new endings, you, you should start from this particular save point that's pretty far back. So uh, this, this is only for the hardcore to, to really relive. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. That's super I, yeah. true. You know, we oh, had Hillary Heskett on the show. Uh, Barb, I don't know if you know her, but she's one of the avatars in the game, which was kind of funny. <laughs> oh, cool. Please. Yeah. So what else have you got, Weston? Well, uh, you guys were talking about Mac stuff. And, well, you know, I'm a PC gamer. I'm totally into that. And I was thinking about the fact that there really isn't such thing as a hardcore Mac gamer, you know, because there's really not a comprehensive gaming list that compares to the PC, for instance. And the thing about it is that uh, the publisher of Spire Media is going to, be, going to be releasing Call of Duty Black Ops for Mac this fall. Yeah, and is that going to make Mac people play games? <laughs> you know, I, I don't think so, because I, here's the funny <laughs> part, because Black Ops 2 is also coming out this fall. So it's like, okay, so why would I want to go onto my Mac and play a game that's two, year, two years old and none of my friends are playing. I don't know, Barb, you're a Mac. Would you be playing games on it? Um, I mean, I, I do. I typically, when I have game time, I really like the cinematic experience of sitting in front of my Xbox 360, which is usually what I play, even though I have all three consoles. But I play games, you know, pretty much everywhere, and it's sort of, whatever's closest at hand, if I want to play a game, I'll, I'll play something, whether that's my iPhone or Android or a tablet. I think that it's great news that things like Steam have come to the Mac. So we've got, you know, some great titles from Valve that have really helped make the yeah, Mac yeah. more of a, of a gaming machine. And Diablo 3 is out for Mac. That's and Blizzard, Yeah, Blizzard has long had support for, for Mac users. Um, so... So those things are good. I think the reality is people want to play wherever they are, and gamers who happen to also use a Mac are going to be very happy to see more and more titles come there. I think also a lot of people, not, not so much anymore, it's not needed as much, but a lot of people used to reboot or run into uh, run in VMware or Parallels to be able to run some actual Windows games on the Mac. People still do that. Um, but yeah, and now games have a director's cut, right? 
that? Now games have a director's cut, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's what I've heard. But a uh, uh, big question for both of you: Where are your game units? Like, are they in the bedroom? Are in the living room? Barb, where are yours? Uh, mine are in the living room. I have all three: the 360, the PS3, and the Nintendo Wii. Although I haven't used the Wii in forever. I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> Weston, where are yours? Well, my PC is in my uh, my bedroom, and then in the computer room is uh, my my Xbox, which is it's hooked up to a standard uh, standard desk TV, so I can't really get the most out of it. I still need to buy an HD TV just for my Xbox. <laughs> okay, so what else have you got, Weston? <laughs> <laughs> Also, I just, I recently, I don't know if you guys have ever played the uh, the old Pokemon games on like Game Boy Color. Did you guys ever play those? Uh, I did not, but I know of many people who speak fondly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pokemon, well, yeah, okay, that's about my speed. <laughs> uh, well, it's probably because it's it's kind of like when I was young, and that's when it first came out, the whole Game Boy Color and Pokemon. So it's, it's, it's my nostalgia, you know, unfortunately, I think, you know, that's, that's what's old to me. <laughs> Pokemon, but I, I just recently downloaded an emulator from the Android market onto my Samsung Galaxy S2, and I've actually been playing the old original uh, Pokemon Blue version on my phone, and I love it. Nice. I'm, I'm still I'm thrown back here on your Galaxy S2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure if you're, if you're uh, familiar with what emulators do. Yeah, of course, but why don't you tell everybody? Because I've got a Galaxy S2, and I can't imagine playing anything on that screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I can't remember the exact app that it's called that I have. It's, it's called, like, uh, like Game Boy uh, AC or something, and I just typed in an emulator into the Android market. And uh, when you download it, what it does is it takes the RAW file. So you need to go to, say, a website that has the RAW file of, say, like a Game Boy Color game or a Game Boy Advance game, and you download the file into your phone. And then if you download another app, say, to find the file, um, you just use that app, the emulator that you downloaded, to go to the file, and it will open it for you into the game itself. So I'm playing a Game Boy Color game on my Samsung Galaxy S2. And you didn't have to root the phone, correct? I didn't, which was the really nice part, because I didn't want to get all technical, you know. Okay. Now, I think, you know, I think the people listening to the show need to know about that, because whenever they hear root or or hack the phone or add in something different, right, it's, you know, they kind of get creeped out. Yeah, I know I did at first. What about you, Barb? Uh, or jailbreak. That's another word that some yeah. people yeah, heading yeah. for the hills. I've never actually done it, mostly because... I need my devices to be, like, mission-critical ready, and I don't usually have the downtime. I can't afford the downtime if something goes wrong or if I need to, you know, restart from scratch kind of thing. So I haven't actually done it. But I have a bunch of, you know, colleagues who have done it, especially in the Android world. People love to, you know, customize their heart's content. People who have iPhones who want more of an Android-like experience where you can customize a lot more, things like the look and feel. You can run apps that aren't approved Well, by Weston, Apple. wait a minute. We're, co we're coming to a break. Weston, are you going to stay with us for a minute? You bet. Okay, this is Marsha Collier, Barb Dibwad, and Weston on WS Radio. <laughs> it's the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Back with you in a moment.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Are you an adventurous wine drinker? Would you enjoy trying a bold red with dark fruit and a spicy finish from Hungary? Or an amphora-style Chivi Pinot with layers of complex flavors? Carpathian Wines hand-selects extraordinary wines from premier Central European wineries. At carpathianwines.com, you'll find amazing dry whites, big juicy reds, even the famous Tokaya Azul. Discover award-winning limited production wines from the heart of Central Europe. Find them only at carpathianwines.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Attention eBay sellers, are you protecting your feedback ratings? Protect yourself from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bitter warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid, whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Regain control over the selling process with bitter warning by knowing your bidder before it's too late. Negative feedbacks can hurt your eBay business on many levels. It reduces your appeal to potential customers, and it reduces revenue from eBay directly by lowering your monthly seller discount. Use bitter warning to regain the power to protect yourself from these bad apples who will intentionally try to harm or threaten your business. Bitter warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bitterwarning.com. Get a free two-week trial by using promo code WSRadio at bitterwarning.com. Bitter warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. Talk Talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio. I'm so glad you're with us today because we love talking tech. Mark's not with us today. I've got Barb Dibwad, and you can find her on Twitter at Dr. Paradox. That sounds so dangerous. And uh, I'm on Twitter, at Marsha Collier. And if you want to talk to us during the show, just hash mark tech radio. I'll see it, and I'm going to try and respond if I can possibly multitask that fast. <laughs> With I us right you, now. Yeah, you believe me. Thanks, Weston. We've got Weston Ian, who on Twitter is Funny Ian. 
you'll have to spell that because I can't. <laughs> and no we're talking just... gaming. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so... Um... Uh, so my last little piece here is about Blu-ray discs. Now, of course, I think we all have fallen in love with Blu-ray, just the clear, crisp image that we see and the sheer amount of data that you can put onto those things. Well, concerning gaming, though, um, as amazing they, as they are, the chief technical officer of Square Enix, which is uh, one of the gaming developers, uh, Yoshihisa Hashimoto, I think that's how you say Yeah, it, easy for you to say. <laughs> well, I'm half Korean. I'd like to think that I, I have, you know, it's inside my blood to be able to speak some Asian, right? Um, but anyway, so he, uh, this uh, technical officer was saying that Blu-ray discs may not be sufficient for holding the data of future games. Um, so according to Hashimoto, the power of the processors that are used to make CGI videos, which is, you know, pretty intense uh, what, what's needed to make those, well, um, it may be carried over to the real-time graphics demos. So the idea is that the CGI video... Um, like the same processes that are used to make that, that maybe in the future generation coming up, we'll be able to see that level of quality and detail in our games. So what the problem is, is that uh, the Blu-ray discs may not even be able to hold enough data. So we'll have to have like two Blu-ray discs or maybe a new kind of CD. Huh. Okay. Yikes. Barb? Yeah, really. Again? I'm not sure I mean, about we that. just went through a whole revolution stuff. Well, a lot of people don't even have a Blu-ray player yet, um, but, I mean, you know, of course, the, the new console, the PS3 already has one. The question is, you know, what will Microsoft do? They really don't want to pay to license that technology. So, in a way, it would make sense to kind of leapfrog past that whole thing and make some new technology that's going to be able to hold all that data, and then all the people who bypass the Blu-ray generation will be sitting there smug and happy that they can now subscribe <laughs> to the next gen. Gosh, I still have VHSs that I need to digitize, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I have the doggone cassettes, you know, I get kid pictures. But i got to do something, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I finally, for Father's Day, I finally bought my dad the Star Wars trilogy, the original trilogy on Blu-ray, because we only had them on VHS. We didn't even get them on DVD. We totally skipped that part. Crazy. Oh, yeah, really. So, Weston, anything else on gaming? Uh, anything else? Um, no. Uh, I was just going to say also, I know you were, um, Barb, you were t saying about uh, the licensing for Blu-ray. I'm not sure if you saw the supposed leaked document, uh, which was um, whether or not it was actually from Microsoft. It was supposed to be about the Xbox 720 and about what they were planning to do. And Blu-ray was included in that document, assuming it is true. Oh, cool. Well, good. And they've, they finally... Uh... <laughs> Consented to pony up, I guess. I mean, they're going to have to. Yeah. I mean, they need some. They need to hold some of this data. Even uh, Mass Effect Three came with what was it? Three discs? Four? Something crazy. Yeah, it was pretty big. <laughs> and it's really annoying to have to switch discs in the middle of it. Like you go to a new planet, and it's like, please insert disc two. Nothing takes you out of the experience <laughs> more than that. <laughs> Right, well, I figure as long as Microsoft doesn't do that whole HD video thing again, I think we have one of those HD videos, you know, when they were competing with Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well. so, I mean, hopefully, you know, we won't run into that again. Well, Weston, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day, stopping by with us. You've been missed a lot on tech radio, okay? Oh, that means a lot to me. Yeah, I've been working on, um, I told you about my YouTube channel, right? Quick, tell everybody. Okay. All right. Well, uh, since I'm, I figured since I wasn't doing tech radio right now that I'd try to 
uh, start a new endeavor. And that new endeavor is starting a YouTube gaming channel, putting out like gaming videos. I've been doing pretty much like what I've been doing like on tech radio, the whole gamer report thing. And I'm doing it like as a video now on my YouTube channel. So, uh, if you want to check that out, it's youtube.com slash funny It's the same, uh, username as my Twitter. So F-U-N-N-Y-E-E-H-N. Got it. Got it. All right. So check out that from Weston. And I want to thank you again. Thank you for stopping by and keeping Barb and I a little company. We needed a tiny bit of <laughs> testosterone today. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. Anytime. Thank you, Weston. Bye-bye. Thank you. That was nice having him stop by, huh? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I could talk gaming for hours, so I, I won't. I, I won't yeah, do well, that but, to you. <laughs> you. But you see how quickly the time goes by? I mean, we have this whole giant list of things to talk about, right? <laughs> I mean, it has been an insanely busy month for technology news. I mean, we started the month with E3. We followed it with WWDC. The week after that, we had not one but two big Microsoft events, and now we just wrapped Google I.O., which is their annual developers conference. So it's been mile a minute. It's nonstop, and that's not even all that happened. There's some now, wait a minute. Were, we're, going were you invited to Google I.O.? Um, I did not actually go this year, but we did have two uh, Tekka writers who were there, Taylor Hatmaker and K.T. Bradford, who were covering the event for us and who were fortunate enough to walk away with all of that glorious Google swag. swag. I saw. <laughs> I got to start working for you because definitely Google did not invite me and I was like really bummed. I mean, Google writes me, Google asked me to promote things for them and yet <laughs> I didn't get an invitation. Uh, so, you know, I'm not talking about Google I.O. <laughs> Aw, not none of the juicy new Nexus 7, the Google Glass, the Nexus Q. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I have, uh, yeah, I have severe FOMO, and, and they didn't pander at all to it. So I'm kind of bummed. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to talk really quick before we end the hour about Surface. Surface. What do you think, Microsoft Surface? What did you think of that tablet? I'm still on the edge. Um, so far, my favorite part is the two USB ports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I think they did a really great job keeping it a secret. I think a lot of people were really surprised. Finally, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, well, yeah. Um, but they they sent out an announcement kind of at the last minute to press, like, hey, come to this mysterious event on Monday, which was, you know, like three days from that time, which means, you know, if you're press, you have to suddenly drop everything, figure out how to get a flight, figure out how to, you know, get there. They didn't even tell the press where the event was going to be. All they said was it's going to be in Los Angeles. And they didn't tell anyone where it was until Monday morning. So it was, you know, it was an interesting kind of PR stunt. It seemed like they were trying to pull a little bit of a, a, an Apple kind of playbook in the entire presentation, and then they announced some hardware that, that looks really compelling, and it's a bit of a departure for them because they usually rely on their hardware partners to actually make devices, but this time they're adopting the Apple strategy, and now, you know, even Google's on this strategy with the Nexus 7. They're actually making a tablet that is a first-party tablet where Microsoft was intimately involved in actually making the hardware. And I think it looks pretty impressive. I think it's a it's one of those 
smart ideas that's kind of such a no-brainer. When you hear about it, you go, oh, of course. Why wouldn't you put the keyboard into right, the cover? Right. It kind of makes, no offense to anybody out there, but it kind of makes Apple smart cover the dumb cover. Because (laughs) really, when you think about the technology behind putting a keyboard in something slim like that, it's not that big a deal, right? I mean, why didn't somebody think, uh, they have thought about it. We've had rollout keyboards, right? We've had this for a long time. And 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 this kind of portable Bluetooth keyboards and all all kinds of accessories for tablets. Oh my gosh, there we go. We're going to go to a break again, but I do have to tell you, I'm looking forward to actually holding one in hand. I'm going to be in Redmond July 25th, so maybe they'll have one poking around, I'm kind of hoping. Do it. (laughs) All right, this is Marsha Collier. I'm here with Barb Dibwad. We're on WS Radio. we got so much coming up. Join us. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. High cholesterol is a ticking time bomb. Statistically, you or a family member needs to lower their cholesterol today. Besides diet and exercise, the best answer is Carderol, an all-natural dietary supplement that combines nine natural ingredients proven to lower cholesterol levels in just 30 days. Carderol is the complete solution. Visit Carderol.net to learn more and start your risk-free 30-day trial. Carderol is guaranteed to lower your cholesterol or your money back. That's Carderol.net, C-A-R-D-I-O-L.net, C-A-R-D-I-O-L.net. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit E-N-D-I-C-I-A dot com slash cool eBay tools. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merch, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. Permission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. 
From brick and mortar businesses to communicating with your little league team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to captainemail.com and thanks for listening to WS Radio.